Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first episode of the Ninth State Sports Show Field Hockey Edition. Uh, my name is Joe Marcellina. Just a few moments, I'll be joined by this week's guest, Goffstown Field Hockey Coach Jess Brown. Uh, but for, before we do that, I wanted to let you know you can send any questions and feedback on the podcast or anything else to do here at NH High School, nh-highschoolsports.com, by sending an email to nhhighschoolsports at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and now, uh, even now, we're on TikTok, although there's not much posted there yet, at, at NHHS Sports. Uh, for the fall, you can listen to the Field Hockey Show every Wednesday at nh-highschoolsports.com. And just wanted to let you know, we are looking for sponsors for the, po- fo- for the podcasts for the fall. Uh, it isn't much, but there are some costs involved with putting this show together every week, and we'd like to be able to continue doing it, not just with football and field hockey, but also with lacrosse and hopefully a uh, basketball podcast this winter. So if you're a fan of the show or any of those sports and know someone who would like to promote their business, or maybe you've got a business of your own you'd like to promote, uh, please get in touch by sending an email to nhhighschoolsports at gmail.com. That's not just limited to the podcast. We're also looking for sponsors for nhhighschoolsports.com to help with our coverage of this fall season and beyond. You know, it's hard to believe, uh, but the field hockey regular season gets underway on this Friday, August 26th. Uh, I believe that last year it was just Division One that started this early, but now uh, it's the start date for everyone. I'm, I'm sure not everybody's playing, but uh, it, it has led to possibly the shortest preseason ever for some teams uh, as practices just began on, on the 15th. Uh, that could mean we're in for some interesting results in the first uh, week to 10 days of the regular season as some teams are probably still making some adjustments, trying to figure out what lineups work best. But, um, I mean, that's, that's the fun of being a sports fan, though, isn't it? Uh, seeing the unexpected happen. I'm sure we'll see a few results early in the season that will be uh, perceived as upsets, uh, but maybe, maybe look a lot less so as the season goes on. Uh, along with the podcast, I've got a couple other new things planned for this week. Uh, on Thursday, I will be posting the first uh, NHHS Sports preseason watch list for field hockey. I've done this a couple times uh, over the years with boys and girls lacrosse, um, and what it is is a list of players compiled by myself with input from coaches uh, from around the state, uh, of players who all have the potential to make all state teams this year. Uh, that'll be on the site on Thursday. On Friday, I'll be posting the first preseason field hockey coaches poll. Uh, really excited about that. Got, a, a, I think, a good group of, of coaches who are going to be helping out with that. Uh, you know, we'll have a top 10 there, kind of like we do in the spring again for, for boys and girls lacrosse. This will be a weekly feature um, that will uh, we'll run on Friday. Uh, we'll take a week off and then come back the following Monday and run on Mondays throughout the season. And, of course, I'll have uh, previews for all three divisions over the next couple of days. And speaking of, I'd like to give a huge thank you to all the coaches who have sent in information for those uh, I know with the preseason being so short, it's tough to turn that around really uh, as quickly as you did. Uh, and I've probably heard back from more coaches this year than in previous seasons. So thank you all again for that. Uh, it is greatly appreciated. And I know uh, your players and, and their parents uh, will, will appreciate it too. So, um, you know, now some of you may have listened to other versions of the Ninth State Sports Show, whether it's football or lacrosse. Uh, with both of those podcasts, I've had a co-host who is on for the entire show, and we discuss a lot of what's going on that week in the respective sports. And, uh, I, you know, I'm incredibly lucky and grateful that both uh, both Mike Lockman and Chris Hetler for, for giving me their time over the years to do those shows. Um, 
but now you know with this being a new podcast with a different sport as the subject uh, the format's going to be a little different at least for for the time being uh, right now each show will consist of uh, interviews with field hockey coaches potentially even some athletes too and uh, you know if there's anyone that ends up uh, volunteering to want to hang out and do uh, an entire show um, that will be uh, we'll, we'll we'll go in that direction too if it if it uh, presents itself so joining me this week as we get ready for the 2022 season is Jess Brown from Goffstown uh, Goffstown's coming off quite the playoff run in 2021 if you'll remember the Grizzlies advanced to the division two title game as the ninth seed uh, they went on the road knocked off uh, Oyster River in a, in a one nothing game went up to Hanover uh, knocked off the undefeated number one seed, you know, at Hanover, then went to Exeter uh, for the semifinals, beat a uh, le- really good Lebanon team in overtime uh, before falling to Portsmouth in the final. Uh, while the Grizzlies did lose a talented group of seniors from a year ago, they do return enough that Goffstown should be pretty competitive this season and in line for another playoff appearance. And joining me now is Goffstown field hockey coach Jess Brown. And Jess, how are we doing today? We're doing well, Joe. We're excited to talk to you. All right. Um, yeah. It's uh, I, well. First off, thank you for uh, for uh, being the brave one to be my first uh, field <laughs> hockey podcast guest. Uh, this is uh, in a way uncharted waters, uh, probably for both of us. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. Thank you for doing this. No problem. Let you set the bar low, and it can just keep improving throughout the season. No, no, no. I, I mean, you know, it, it's funny that the, I thought the email you sent me the other day um, talking about the movies, and uh, my instant, my first thought was, well, you're already a, a, a video star having done the season um, a couple of years ago. You're right. Yeah. It's our first uh, introduction to each other. Exactly. The beginning. Yeah. Uh, a nice field hockey friendship. Yeah, the, of course, for, for anyone wondering what the hell we're talking about, um, <laughs> back in, what was it, the fall of 2018, um, yeah. uh, Coach Brown and her, her Goffstown field hockey team was uh, our our team for the season that year that we followed around. Um, really, and that, that kind of um, got me into field hockey more. Like, I, I had, I'd covered it before, uh, but that was really my, my the most in-depth I I've, I've definitely had ever gone. And um, really kind of the, the response that I not only got from from your team and and the Gosstown community, but I think as a whole, I, you know, that that actually led to um, that winter me doing uh, Kelly uh, Braley and, and Sauhegan hockey right. um, because she saw me at the field hockey game when you guys <laughs> played them. And she said, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I explained to her as well. And she's like, that sounds awesome. I want to do that. And I'm like, OK, well, let's you know, let's let's hold that thought but give come back to it so yeah it really kind of was my getting my feet wet into into um covering field hockey a little bit more um and uh and and it you know it, it got it drew me in so thank you we love the experience <laughs> um i'm glad we i can remember that the group of seniors was um just a very chatty social group and they just instantly were so excited to have you on the sidelines and to talk to you um and we just always really enjoyed having somebody trying to support and promote a sport that can sometimes kind of take a backseat back seat to some of the other more well-known sports. So we, we really enjoyed that. And we've, we've enjoyed just having you cover our team over the last few years as well. Yeah, that was uh, one of the, I would say one of the few teams where I think every senior, we, we got every senior on, on video yeah. on a regular basis. And they all, at least they seemed like they wanted to do it. 
Uh-huh. Oh, they did. Yeah. I never <laughs> they had anybody did. say, no, I don't want to do this. Or, we stop. had to organize a couple of um, times and there was a big group of them too. It was. Yeah. I want to, I, I think at one point we had seven, <laughs> like I'm, I'm was just rolling through, you know, you know, one right yeah. after the other. And, um, the other thing about that team though, too, was your freshman class that year. Uh, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, was the For senior the... class from last yes. year. Absolutely. Um, and an, Michaela, and, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're right. It was Michaela. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, You know, so uh, you guys, of course, last year um, go on uh, quite a run in the postseason to get to the the, the division division two finals. And as as we were saying before we started here, um, you know, I wanted to chat with you a little bit about that, because when seasons end like that, sometimes you don't get the opportunity to get everyone's thoughts, especially after championship games that where emotions are, are all over the place. Um, and, and I'm scrambling to do, you know, a half dozen different things. Um, just to, to start off with that, just, just the, when you look back on what you guys accomplished last year, you know, going on the road and winning, um, you know, two road playoff games. And then, uh, you know, that big semifinal game in overtime against, um, against Lebanon, just what can you say about, about what you guys accomplished a year ago? Probably in some ways, it's it's probably better that we are talking now because I I think it it was all very it all it just all happened so fast. So I do think from the beginning to the end of the playoffs, I kind of felt like I blinked my eyes and it was over. So I think now there's been some time to reflect. Um, it was it was a fantastic run. I I'm gonna say this. I'm not entirely surprised. I know we were the ninth seed, so you know when you start to do rankings, maybe we weren't on people's radars. But there was something about that group uh, early on that I just think, as a coach, you start to see that if we can figure out the pieces and where to put people and how to kind of support people as we grow. Um, we had a senior class of eight, but then there were eight juniors, sophomores, and freshmen total. Um, so it, there was a lot of youth there. I think I had three freshmen on the team, three sophomores on the team, all six of them getting a lot of playing time. So it definitely was one of those seasons where we knew we had potential, but it was going to take a season to get there. So it, it was really exciting that by the time we were hitting the playoffs that we were hitting our stride. Um, and it was, it was a great run. I mean, I, I think Oyster River, I just, I loved the goal that we scored on. We had kind of just started practicing that leading up to that game and they executed it with precision. And then to hold on at the end, I can't quite remember how many corners we have. I probably don't want to look up. <laughs> I, I was, I, I did actually look, I was looking before we started here. I wanted, I, and now I'm, I think it was three. Something, it, but and it was yeah. There were there were quite a few in those closing yeah, minutes, and right. I, I mean, yeah. actually, I think time expired, and it, we we might have still had two or three. Were, was it after yeah, time? I think that's what I okay. was was with time okay. expired. There were a couple, yeah. Um, and just how gritty our defense was, and my freshman goalkeeper just that was. I had I had two freshman goalkeepers last season, and um, they had spent pretty much the regular season splitting time in the net. And we, we ultimately made the decision to put one in for the entire game. And she just, she just played big and she, she continued to play big um, for Hanover and Leb as well, which was just really exciting to see out of such a young player. Right. And then to travel to Hanover and Hanover um, two years prior, we had traveled and, 
had kind of been up two goals and then ended up losing to them in overtime. So there was still a little bit of that residual memory of kind of losing to them in a playoff game. Um, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, all those pieces. And I think for, there were quite a few of them. It was, again, it was like Michaela and Grace's sophomore year, but they have those memories. But to travel there, and we we had been fortunate, we had gotten on turf ahead of time too, and we had done that before Oyster River. But it just started to really feel like, I think, that the system we had been trying to put into place with the girls was really clicking with Hanover. And they played strong, and, and we went up one, and then Hanover tied it. But the girls just kind of um, continued to push back. And, I mean, I believe – I know Hanover was number one, but I believe they were undefeated too at that. I believe they were, um, yeah. So, they had a tie, I think. So um, it, was a, it was a big win for us there uh, to make the final four. And then that week was the tough week, right? So I think we, we – beat Hanover on a Friday. We think we're playing Lev on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel like this happens every year. Fashion, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we go from like being warm to cold to a monsoon. So we get rained out that Tuesday night. Um, and the girls just handled everything so well. It just, they, they just were so excited to play. And that was a great game against Lev. Um, I just thought the Lev, Lebanon goalkeeper and defensive unit, um, played so tough because we I just recently rewatched that game and there were just so many shots that we had created and tried to put on net and they really had like kept us at bay and they even scored on a counterattack. we had we had kind of been putting pressure on them press putting pressure on them and they come down and score so we were down early 1-0 and then the girls just were persistent um yeah that, that and I felt like they played really strong and then just to to win in overtime and be with the goal afterwards. She wasn't even sure if it was her. Uh, might be one of the sweetest little moments. She was like kind of dazed and confused over. Had to double check that it was her that scored. But it was it was a uh, those first three games were so much fun. Um, and it, clearly, I just think going into the state championship, that in itself, looking back, what an experience. Um, clearly, did not go how we would hope. And I think you have to start with Portsmouth is just, they were so good. They were stacked. The amount of talent they have on that team, they're well coached. Um, I think in hindsight, if there was anything, I just wish we had had maybe a little bit more than 36 hours to prepare for a championship (laughs) game. But I think in the end, it just, I mean, Portsmouth was the better team. And we, I I think the girls were heartbroken but we had a lot of youth there, and I just think um, that might have been one of those moments where it showed that we were we were younger and a little less experienced than we had presented early on in the tournament. Um, yeah, you you mentioned um, in in hindsight, you know, now you look back on on the year and and going in, I mean, Portsmouth had had a rough stretch, you know, the last couple of years, um, but it was um yeah, you know, they they uh, were able to kind of put everything together last year. Uh, and I guess I guess this is maybe a good way to transition into 2022 <laughs> is um, the scary thing might be is that they have a lot of those kids uh, are returning. Um, yes, they're uh, you know, they're a team to keep an eye on. I know you mentioned you, you lose eight seniors, but you, you've got that experience in the younger kids coming back. Um, you know, who who do you when you look around uh, and obviously, I mean, I, I don't know how many teams you got to see on Saturday. Um, I know that there's 
quite a few in the in this jamboree at Sauhegan, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But just just who kind of stands out to you at this point that you think might be, um, you know, the teams to kind of contend with in, in Division Two, which which I think this year is what up to twenty teams, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think you're right. Um, because I know. Yeah, Laconia, I'm not quite sure I think the number. Up, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think one of the beautiful things about Division Two is there's a lot of depth. So I'm going to name who I think will be probably the at the top, but I think there's a lot of teams that you can just see. Like I, I think of a Kingswood. I always think that they are not a team to be taken lightly. Barry Field. I got to see them yesterday, and I just think. Um, I think they're really starting to come into their own. So I think they'd be a team to watch, but I, I just think it's hard to argue against Portsmouth right now, just yeah. to have um, so much talent returning and just your one year older, one year wiser, you played one more year. I think that they are going to again, present really strongly. And I think Sohegan is always a contender. Um, they, they just have numbers. They have a great program. So there's constantly, even when there's a graduation of a big class, there's the next big class to come in ready to take their place. And I think that John Stark really has been pushing their way into being noticed. And so I know they graduated a couple key seniors, but I think they, they return a pretty core group of now going to be juniors and sophomores. So, um, those would probably be my three right now that are on my radar. But, you know, to be perfectly honest, when I look at my schedule, I just don't know if there's any time that I feel like you can really breathe right, easily. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I think that's a really good place to be as a division too. I, I think that, um, you know, there's Hanover and Lab, and I know I'm leaving out other schools, but there's just so many programs who are well coached, I think in the division who, um, any given year could kind of start to match up well. Yeah. Well, it's like you said last year, you guys were the, uh, the ninth seed going in. Um, and, and maybe that, you know, that's where you ended up, but may, you know, it's, it, there's, I feel like the division is, is been so competitive that that almost sometimes, you know, you may, maybe you lose um, a handful of games, but you go back and look at them and they're, you know, they're one goal games or, you're losing one nothing or two one or that kind of thing. So you almost Absolutely. have to look a little bit deeper than I think the seeds sometimes. And uh, just pulled this up real quick. I think this, you know, like we said, 20 teams in the division this year. So you're going to have, you know, 14 get into the playoffs. I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of those six teams that doesn't is a re is a team that we maybe expect to be good um, going into the year. Absolutely, and I, I mean, I think one of the things we we talked about last year is I thought actually the difficulty of our schedule play to our advantage. Right. I mean, we just saw everybody. And so I think that like, could we have had a different record? Maybe, but I also think I would take a season where we are seeing the top teams in our division, because I think that just only prepares you more moving forward. And I think now with 20, it's just going to be very interesting to see how this shakes up. Cause you're absolutely right. Based on who kind of people end up seeing or don't seeing. And it could be interesting. So you mentioned a couple of the seniors that you you lost from last year, uh, you know, Michaela Strickless, um, uh, Grace Murphy. Uh, I have them in front of me, and I, why can't I see where the <laughs> the seniors are on your? Uh, you know, Jaden uh, Lassert, um, 
you know, how do you, how are you feeling about, you know, um, the group that's coming up behind them? Um, you know, is there, is there, um, some kids that you feel like are stepping in to kind of take in those leadership roles? Uh, or is it maybe you, st- I mean, again, we, we kind of talked about that this, this preseason is probably the shortest, um, anyone's had. Um, so you may even still be figuring some of those things out at this point, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, I think to some extent too, um, and I'm so proud of my program and the girls that show up, but we, we tend to have more athletes than we do field hockey players. Like we have a lot of softball players. We have a lot of lacrosse players. Um, not necessarily these girls who are just devoted to field hockey. So I think we'll always be a program who this we will develop as the season goes on. And I'm okay. Like I'm okay getting stronger and stronger as we get closer to the playoffs. And so we do have some big shoes to fill, but um, I'm really excited with who we have and who's shown up. We, this going to be, we have three going to be seniors And then I have a really solid group right now of going to be juniors and sophomores. And I I think sometimes historically, like we put the pressure on the senior class to take over some of those leadership responsibilities. But I would say right now for my eight who are returning from that championship run, they all equally feel like they have a hand in this. And I just think that's such a, benefit to us as a team that you have people who are motivated people who are focused people who kind of have that experience from last year but this desire to build on it and now going in for I mean the bulk of my team I think I have 17 on varsity so 14 of them are sophomores and juniors I I I think they see this as just like we're just getting started so do we have work? Absolutely. That will always be true. Um, but what I, one of my juniors, Sam Derry said yesterday that she liked how the group was making adjustments to the feedback that was given. And I think that speaks to them. This is a group who we will, will continue to have things that we have to work on, but they are making active changes. And I, I just think that's a good sign from a group. Well, Jess, I think we made it through. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you, I get so worried. I'm going to embarrass myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, looking forward to, um, to seeing what you guys do this year. Obviously you, you, uh, as we, we talked before we started, um, you know, we got a quick turnaround here with what scrimmage in London dairy on Tuesday. And then, um, then you go play at dairy field on Friday, uh, in the first game of the year. Um, so yeah, I'm looking looking forward to seeing what um, what is in store for for Goffstown this year. And how do I just uh, just real quick? How do you feel? You know, having that game to start off. You know, going up there and playing on their their turf. It's it's a you know a newer field. I imagine it's a little plays a little bit faster still. Um, obviously, faster than maybe some of the the other fields you're you're used to. Especially our practice field, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. Um... You know, it it is the first time that as a coach that I've had this quick of a turnaround to that first game. Um, so, but I think that's just like tweaking your your game plan and your agenda as you lead up to it. I think it's going to be a a really strong contest for our first game. But we're excited. I think they're they're well coached. I think they've got some great talent when I've seen them, and I think that it will. 
I think it's good for us to have to start strong right from the beginning. And I think it's going to put the pressure on. And I think based on our season this year and our schedule, that pressure continues. So, um, I mean, it's always a little nerve wracking that it feels like it's happening so fast, but it always does, you know, eventually that first game is going to have to happen. So I think we're just in the mindset of how do we use practice in this week to really make sure we're as close to being ready as possible. All right. Uh, Jess Brown, Goffstown field hockey head coach. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining me today and uh, looking forward to chatting with you on down the road. Excellent. Thank you, Joe. We, we really appreciate you continuing to support field hockey throughout the state. Oh, thank you. And, and I'm, I'm happy to do it. All right, and the, of course the Grizzlies open up their season with a game at Dairy field on Friday, four o'clock start there. And then they have a, uh, Road trip up to Hanover again. Uh, that uh, rematch of the quarterfinals from last year. Uh, that's a five o'clock start next Tuesday. Um, you know, so they're the tough uh, couple of road games for the Grizzlies to start out. Thanks again to to Jess for uh, for joining us. And uh, I think that's going to probably wrap it up for the uh, the first show here on the uh, Ninth State Sports Show Field Hockey Edition. Uh, thanks you. Thanks to everyone that uh, that's been listening in and any coaches. You know. Feel free to reach out if you uh, you'd like to to join and and come on for a little interview, uh, and uh, we'll be talking to you again next week.